podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey everyone, my name is Danilo Petrovic. I'm Ilya Marchenko. I'm Janis Kuda. I'm Evgeny Donskoy. I'm Henry Laksan. I'm Peter Turepko and you're listening to the Game to Love podcast. Hey, welcome back, tennis fans. Here we are to speak about uh, subjects a little bit touchy. It is Naomi Osaka. She's crashed out of Indian Wells. Uh, quite a humiliating defeat. She could lost 6-love, six 6-4 six uh, to Kudametova. And it was a pretty one-sided affair. She came back a little bit in the second set. But the thing everyone's talking about is her mental health again. And the fact that she was breaking down on the court it's just sad to see somebody crying uh, because she's been told you suck from somebody in the crowd. And I don't don't condone anything that anybody shouts at tennis players while they are playing. How about yeah. you, JG? Yeah, I saw you touched on it earlier. You did a good news video sort of summarising what happened. So I did have a watch of that before this. Um, I didn't watch the match uh, live, but I saw the result and I saw what happened. I mean, following some uh, reaction on Twitter as well. It is, it is really sad seeing Osaka like this. You see her so emotional after the match. It really has affected her. And it just seems like she's not really got better from last year, if not probably got worse. We see yeah. in an interview prior to the match, her saying that she wants to play as, as, as minimum amount of matches as possible. Um, for me, that doesn't bode well as a tennis player doesn't want to play tennis. and But you can't really criticise her too much for that. Uh, I know a lot of people are saying, oh, well, it's a dream job. If, if if you was given the opportunity to earn millions of pounds, but yet don't have to play or like go to work all the time, then you would take it. So on that basis, you can't criticise her. She's well within her... Uh, she's entitled to do whatever she wants to do. Just like Ashley Barty, both of them at the moment aren't playing that many matches or many events, but yet they're making millions and fortunes. So fair play to them. If that's what they want to do, so be it. Uh, do they go down as sort of a legend of the sport? Not for me. I think you need no. to be someone playing all the slams, competing in all of them and going deep. So she's never, for me, going to be a tennis legend. Uh, others may disagree, but she's still within her right to be able to do that. She's making a good living and fair play to her for that. But in terms of the actual tennis, she's struggling physically. Uh, the, yeah. the, she's not as good as what she was before. Uh, I noticed you were saying she sort of gives up on certain balls. She's losing convincingly sometimes. And yeah, you're going to get heckled. It's going to happen. It happens to all sports people in the world. Uh, unfortunately for the heckler and this situation, the person they were doing it to was someone who's very vulnerable right now. And for that, I do yeah. not condone what happened because she is someone, you've got to understand, mental health is a bit of a silent killer. People don't talk about it because they can't see it. It's not like a physical injury, but it is equally as bad, if not worse. Uh, I think it is worse because you don't actually see it and it's not something you can easily identify. With her, she is suffering with mental health issues and that's something you should never really frown upon or question. I don't like people questioning, oh, does she have these issues? She definitely has issues. She's come out and said that. So she's suffering with her mental uh, health at the moment. And I think a lot of people need to have a, have a lot of respect for her, for that and coming out and owning it. Um, but saying all of that, should someone who isn't, mentally very well be playing tennis i don't think she should i don't think she's in the right frame set she, mindset she needs to get
get she needs to get some more help. She needs to get some better people around her, uh, some kind of therapy, and just keep working on herself to build herself up. Or ultimately, is she just never ever going to be able to be a tennis player who's going to be in the limelight because of her tennis player with her stature of being so good, Grand Slam champion? Maybe she'll never ever be able to be a tennis player who plays week in week out or even plays at all because you're always going to have pressure on you. If you're a sports star and you put yourself in the public domain, you're going to have all eyes on you. It's like me and you on here. We come out on this podcast and we put ourselves out on the public. The, the repercussions of that is we're going to get people in the comment section saying they don't like this, they like this, they don't like this. We're going to get people's reactions and opinions. We can't control that, but we come out here and we expect that. And we've got to just take it on the chin, whether it's good or bad. With her, I feel like it's exactly the same. And she's unable to do that at the moment. What well, I feel really sorry for her about. Um, but that is part and parcel. I don't really blame the heckler too much. It is what it is. Happens in every single every single tournament. You're always going to get someone who does it. It's just what happens. And she can't she can't deal with it. And it's really sad. Remember when uh, I don't know. That's just alluded me to like a previous heckler that I can remember. Remember when Rafa had that. Uh, that lady kept sticking her middle finger up at him, called him what? What was it called him? A banker or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Something like something that like in that. the crowd. Yeah, exactly. So she said that uh, to Rafa, and then Rafa just sort of looks into the crowd like, "What? What's going on?" Some drunk Australian lady, and then she got escorted out, obviously, of the thing. And then Rafa was having a bit of a laugh about it. Obviously, Rafa's had to co- conquer a lot of uh, mental demons in his career. He probably has a lot of people uh, shouting against him. It's all about everybody's different in this sort of situation. She is never going to be in a position where there isn't people watching her. That's that's just reality now. She's, she's never going to be in a position where she's not going to be heckled, unfortunately. No, she's that it just big. happens. She's that big. If you're that big, that's, a, that's just testament to her and how successful she's been and how much she's got to the top of the sport. If you get to the top of the sport, you're, you're going to have to face that. Look at people like Serena. She's had to put up with it throughout her whole career, yet she's still kept on going on court and winning. She even boycotted some events just because it was so bad at some of them. She can do that. That's entirely her decision. Didn't stop her going on to win multiple Grand Slams and potentially the greatest player ever. I think that they're... I feel sorry for Osaka in a way. There's part of me that does feel sorry because I can see it really does affect her really badly. And I don't like to see somebody who does go through this type of thing, especially when you're in the public domain, when you're on the court and you're supposed to be playing the sport you love and she's unable to keep it together. What is the solution? That's the one thing that everybody is asking. Playing less tennis matches, I don't think is the solution. I think that you should be playing more tennis matches. I think that to get used to it, you would have to be put, you're putting yourself into it. This is bigger than the heckling, though, Ben. This is an Maybe, issue yeah. she has in general. I think this is kind of an excuse um, for the fact that she just she would have felt like this anyway. She's struggling with the pressure of these big occasions. She can't, She's not someone who can deal with the, the, the fame and the limelight and being the one with the spotlight on them. Simply yeah. can't handle it. Um and it, it's sad to see, but I don't think she should play tennis. She needs to she needs to go away from the sport and try and get a bit better so she's able to compete again. And there's no certainty you do get better straight away because mental health is a very complex illness and it takes some time to recover from. Uh, some people don't. And it's just, it is what it is. It's horrible to see. Uh, you've got Matthew in saying, Yastremska is able to be on court uh, a week after fleeing her country from a war 
and mm. Osaka can barely play a match when someone in the crowd says you suck. The one thing I would say about that is mental health and issues you have doesn't make sense. It's not like it's not something you can explain. Rational. It's not rational at all. You can just sometimes just wake up in the morning and you've had a great week. Everything's going well. You just wake up. You don't really want to get out of bed. You just feel really low. You get really down and depressed for no reason at all. So it's not something where there's got to be some consequence of what's happened here, there and everywhere. And she can't control that. So you can't really say that. I understand what you're saying, but you can't say that. It's not really a fair comparison on Osaka. She's clearly suffering. And all we can do is really just be sort of a support for her. And hopefully she can get better and sort of get over this little bump patch in the road. But it's not looking good right now. And I think she needs to take some time away from the game. Her saying what she did in the press, I don't like. I don't like it. I don't like what she's saying about how she's no. not going to be playing. I've seen so many people saying it's fine, it's this and that, but I just don't. I think it's not a good look for someone who's at the top of the game, and not just her, Ashley Barty as well. Both of them not playing many events. For me, I'm someone if, if I want to see the legends of the game playing all the events and competing in as many events as possible. They clearly don't have enough passion and love for the game to be able to do it. With Osaka, it's a bit different because clearly she's she's struggling. That's why she's not able to compete. Uh, with Barty, though, I'm not sure. The jury's still out. Why is she not leaving might Australia be, to play more? Might be the whole COVID thing. That's the thing. Like there a lot of that, that's affected a lot of people's mental health in different ways too, and especially depending on which country you've been living in during this whole lockdown time over the past couple of years. Australia probably one of the worst places uh, to have been living if you're looking to be locked down somewhere maybe that's part and parcel of it for her. We don't know. Uh, but hopefully Ash Barty will start traveling the world and doing all of the other bits and pieces again very soon because I just want to see her play tennis. She's one, probably, well, she is the best tennis player out there at the moment. Yeah, I think as football tennis sort of summarizes what I said, sort of puts it a bit better. Uh, exactly. She struggles with mental health. This isn't something she can get over. This is going to be her career. Very high highs, very low lows. Uh, something we have to accept. I agree completely yeah. and sort of sums up what I was saying. It She might be able to get over it. And, and but you, it's not, you, you can get over it a little bit sometimes. You never know what happens, but there's no certainty she will. That's no. what you need to clarify. And I think with her playing tennis, it's good. You're just going to always have these incidents. Um, yeah. Maybe it's just, she's, she's had a great career. I know she's so young. She's still got so much to give to the sport, but maybe it's just not the right thing for her tennis. She can. She seems to be very much someone who doesn't seem to be uh, as bothered when she's in the public domain when she's not doing tennis. So when she's like sort of doing other things with uh, advertisers and promotions, I've not really seen any incidents of her putting out of last minute sponsorship things, not completing in Netflix documentaries. She seems to be okay with handling all of that. So maybe just stick with doing that. If the tennis is something she's unable to do, and it's just making her worse. We don't want to see her on the court suffering because it was horrible to witness her crying on the court, visibly shaken and distressed. That's not good viewing for anyone. No one wants to see a young lady in that state on TV. And I feel really sorry for her. And it's not because we don't want to see it. I don't want to. I just feel sorry for her going through it because she doesn't like having to talk to all these crowds. But yet she's been forced time and time having to do it because that's the part and parcel of the job. I'm not saying they shouldn't interview her. I think they should interview her because that's part and parcel of the job for everyone but she's not fit to be interviewed. So it's a catch-22 situation. It is a catch-22. Which means she's, she's, she's not fit to play tennis, in my opinion. Well, it's a catch-22 as well, because 
it's the sort of situation you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't really if she goes on to she has this reaction on court all it does is it exacerbates the the people in the crowd the next time she goes out there's going to be instead of one person there might be two people maybe trying to do it next time and that there's a little group of people that sort of get off on shouting abuse at people and stuff like that there are people out there like that and there's always going to be those people it's like adding fuel to the fire though like with those people i feel that they are inconsiderate people they're always there's going to be those type of people everywhere you go but it's just about how you deal with it and if if this is she shows the sign of weakness each time those people prey on that type of stuff and then they they think ah oh, well I don't want to watch somebody who can't even deal with anything on a court. This is rubbish. This isn't Grand Slam champion style uh, tennis player. I'm going to give her my two cents from the crowd every time I go see her because I'm sick of watching her on the court and not being able to perform like Roger Federer or Serena Williams. She's not the same as those people, but yeah. those people One thing don't I would just see. say when you said that. I wouldn't say it's a weakness as such. Like I've got experiences... Uh, close to me with mental health and the, the, the sort of uh, the effects of it. I wouldn't classify it as a weakness as such. It's just something people, some people have, other people don't. It's part no, I mean of, a weakness uh, in her game. It's certainly in her game, but it's not a weakness yeah. to her. It's something she can't control. It's an uncontrollable factor. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she can't. There's, there's yeah. nothing that she can do about it, unfortunately. And it's just one of those people will look from the crowd and they will see that as a sign of weakness in her, they they want to see their goat tennis players to be strong and like the the best in everything. And if you show like one side of your game is not that good, they'll probably attack it. That's what they do. What do you make about this scene here? So she went over to the umpire and asked for the person who who made the comment saying you suck to be evicted. And let me just clarify on them comments. I don't think that's particularly that that. Terrible. I've heard a lot worse in the crowd, yeah, uh, especially worse. in football. But over in <laughs> tennis, I think you suck is pretty, even in tennis, I think it's pretty moderate. It's not the worst thing in the world. I mean, no. we've had a lot worse said to us and we just got to take it on the, take it on the chin. And it's just what you expect. Her going to the umpire during the match, I feel like that is, I don't know. What did you make of it? For me, it's, it's very, it can, it can be a very, we're in a very, very, tough situation because i don't agree i think the umpire it's their it's their responsibility to have to do something in that situation if she if they deem it offensive then she should have said oh yeah okay right security go and find that person and get them removed from the crowd i don't think it was like i've seen other people commenting and saying oh you suck this is not not because she compared it to serena and venus uh, well, I'm going to get on to that. Let's just save that, that thought for a moment. So Marvin in the chat saying, all of us are in an emotional state. We just come out of a pandemic. Pandemic. We have just been through a hard time. People should be, should have more compassion. I do I understand that sentiment, especially with the war stuff going on as well. It's been a tough time for everyone. Yeah. And I don't think that helps this whole situation with Naomi Osaka as well. Nope. She is a sensitive individual. And she does have a lot of compassion for everyone else. She's always doing things for good causes. And I feel like that would have an impact on her, definitely. Yeah. There's some people who turn a blind eye to it and there's others who it can impact them. And I think she is part of that, the, yeah. the sort of the latter, who that would impact her. Um, but then again, going in during the match, she's got to say it, I guess, because it is affecting her. 
but it wouldn't affect many other people. I think right now, the situation we're in with Naomi Osaka, she needs to take some time away from the sport. I don't recommend her continuously playing, putting herself through this hardship. She's already said she wants to play the least amount of tennis as possible in the year. I think that says everything. If she doesn't want to do it, don't do it. We don't want to see her go through the pain and not wanting to be there and just doing it just to say, oh, because I'm a tennis player, I've got to play. You don't have to do anything in life. Don't do it. She's not hard up. She'll be all right. I'm sure she's got plenty of other promotions and advertisers and, and sponsorships going on behind the scenes um, to be to be able to survive off of. So don't put yourself through all of this hardship and crucify yourself. The only way I would say if, if you're doing it, if you feel like it's going to help you and make you feel better, right now I'm not seeing no signs of it helping her. It seems to be putting her back and making her worse. Yeah, uh, I think you're totally right. I think she definitely needs some time to regather her thoughts. Maybe the last time she did it, she's come back a bit too soon. I think, I don't know, give yourself ample amount of time and don't come back until you're... I'd say a hundred percent. You can't. You can't do it in anything less. I don't think with her at the moment. It has to be all or sort of nothing because you see that there, as soon as an element of doubt creeps into her mind, I think that that then she's done. That's the problem. So yeah. So Megs Carpentry saying, JG, that is not the point. She is helping us to become better as a civilization. Is she though? I play. Is do you generally believe that Meg? Because you're entitled to your opinion, uh, and that's fair enough. But watching her in this, is it is it generally helping us become better as a civilization? I think it's just dividing more people. If I'm honest, mm, yeah, it's, it's an interesting take. Maybe not maybe really... the, the one positive I feel has been the fact that it is it's raised the profile of mental health even yeah. more, which is always a good thing. More people are talking about that. That's a positive. Um, but do we want to see someone suffering? I just don't think it's nice. I really don't. I would prefer her not to play. I really would. Then we're getting into this sort of uh, the, the whole realm of council culture type thing again. And then at, at some point, what, what are you going to be allowed to say? What are you going to be allowed to do on the courts? Because if somebody boos, what, is we going to suddenly kick those people out of the stands? No, well? don't because be silly. I think, this is what I, I mean. This is I don't blame the heckler and all of this. It's pretty innocent. No, it happens all the time. Is, but this is what I mean. Like, where do we where do we stand job. on the whole thing? Like, because if we're going to start going down, like, because if this is changing civilization, if if she actually managed to get the person ejected from the crowd, then where does it end there? That's what I mean. No, it's, it would be the wrong thing to do. If yeah. they did that, I'd criticize them for doing it. It's the wrong yeah. thing to do. It's part and parcel of the job. Yeah. Just like you're going to miss first serves, you're going to get hecklers. Yeah. It's the same thing for me. It's what you expect to see. When you go and play tennis, that's what that's what happens. You have to let if you're, especially the bigger the player, the more heckling you're gonna get as well. You've got to let it roll off your back a bit. You've got to just think like and if they say something, maybe say something comical in re, in a response rather than letting it get to you. You've got to remember at the end of the day, you're just playing tennis and this if you can give up this sport anytime you want, you should be doing this because you enjoy it mostly. Like that shouldn't that should be her forethought. She's four-time Grand Slam champion. She doesn't have to be thinking uh, in such a negative way on the court. She should be out there and just enjoying herself. But obviously, easier said than done if she's got demons in her mind. That's the thing. Yeah. Let's move on to the next tweet. Some courses of the time. And we're yes, going to be doing beat, uh, beat the odds as well. So we've got here, this is what she said after the match. Um it's a bit much her being interviewed on the court afterwards, do you not think? Well, they said that, I don't know if they 
should have interviewed because she obviously didn't win the match. So I don't know why she was being interviewed after the match I'm, as well. Am I lost here? Do they always interview the person who lost? No. I feel like it's the one who wins. The one who wins. Yeah, she sat. She was sitting down, and then we got an interview with uh, Naomi Osaka. So I don't know. It, maybe they just felt it, they had to because of the situation and they wanted to get her take. But if anything, that put her through in the worst position that she doesn't ever want to be in on the microphone. Yeah, well, let's see what she said. She said, I just wanted to say thank you. I've gotten heckled before, but heckled here. I watched the video of Venus and Serena getting heckled. Uh, if you haven't watched it, you should watch it. A tearful Naomi Osaka after a full fan heckled her versus Kuda Matova. Is there a next one on this as well? What, down below? Uh, no, I think there was another. Is it the next tweet? Oh, no. I think it's it that one. this one. Uh, yeah, so this is about so getting heckled by one fan, you suck. Comment and the treatment the Williams sisters were subjected to by white fans are completely different situations. Totally. And to compare the two actually minimalize, minimizes what happened 20 years ago. I don't like the fact that she was bringing sort of race into this because no. I think it's not the right time to be doing it. I think it does diminish the whole the whole movement towards sort of the more equality and things with race. I don't think it was the right time for her to be bringing that up. I understand all the things what happened with um, the Williams sisters and how they, in essence, boycotted the event for so many years. They didn't play in it uh, because of the incidents and they had a real right to do that. Definitely. What happened was terrible at the time and I stand with the Williams sisters in what they did. However, Asaka sort of jumping on the back, back of that, I didn't like it. I thought it wasn't a good look. Uh, it's not the right time to be doing it. If there was some racial incident, of course, then something drastic needs to be said and done. Uh, but that's not the case. And I don't think she should have brought this up. Yeah. I and I've seen other people saying the exact same things. That this is just somebody saying, you suck. They didn't, there was no racial connotations to anything in this. Like it's literally just could have been any tennis player on the court and they'd said, you suck. I don't, I don't think she was saying it was bringing no, it up though. No, she was no, but... more saying that it opened up the scars. So yeah. she's got scars from that incident. She remembers it. She must have been pretty young at the time, but she was when she was growing up playing tennis, she was obviously familiar with the Williams sisters. Yeah, yeah. They were the biggest thing in tennis. Um, and looking up to them two, who were our icons, and seeing that happen to them would have had some scars and everlasting damage definitely. on a lot of people. And um, with her, it definitely affected her. And it's opened up, so I feel really bad about it. But I, I don't think it was a good look to be doing that on the court there and then. But then uh, she's saying, saying that's just my if opinion. you haven't watched it, I suggest you go and watch it as if it's like that It needs to be in the comparison sort of thing. That was the thing that wasn't right. Yes, it was terrible. And if she if she has that in her mind, that might be affecting her mental health as well. Maybe she has an underlying thought that it's going to happen to her. And maybe she's thinking in that sort of mindset. Maybe before she went out on court, she was watching the video. Who knows? You don't know what's gone on behind the scenes that's affecting her mental health. But there's still the, somebody else said, yeah, but look what they did after that as well. They she continued on Serena and won the match and she can, she continued her whole career and did amazing things. So it said, and that was from actual racial ab abuse, whereas this is not. And you're, and she, it wasn't even the same reaction from Serena. I mean, obviously she, she does come across like a stronger woman. That's all I'd say. Uh, like in, with her emotions on the court, that's all I would, I'd say, because I'd say 
comparing the two around the same sort of age, it's she seems more like a girl, Naomi Osaka, than what Serena Williams did more at the same time of her career. That's all. Mm. Yeah, it's always a really tricky one to talk yeah. about. Um, Naomi Osaka, dividing opinion once again. Would love to be talking about her tennis because I mm. do think she is the best tennis player in the world. Um, on her day, on the hard courts, so I don't think many people beat her. But not seen that nowhere near enough. And I don't think not playing in many events helps. Um, her focus no. doesn't seem to be on tennis so much. And if I'm honest, in this kind of climate, I don't want to see her playing tennis anymore. I don't want to watch her play tennis. And I know a lot of people are going to get angry with me saying that. I just don't. Because what is the point of watching her play tennis and watching someone suffer on court in the public eye? If someone's not built to be in the public eye and she's not feeling great at the moment, don't keep putting her out there. And I think someone in her team needs to really have a chat with her and, and kind of work a scenario out. Because you can't just... I know you was, uh, you were saying about before when she didn't want to do the press conferences, it was only that she wasn't doing press conferences at Roland Garros because she's not very good on clay. I don't think you can start picking and choosing and all of a sudden, yeah, it's, it, doesn't sit it, right. it, it doesn't sit right with a lot of people and you're not going to gain much love for doing that. So I think the best thing for her to do is sit it out for a bit and get try and get better as best as possible. Of course, we'll always be supporting her on the channel. And uh, we've got great memories of Naomi Osaka playing tennis because, like I've said, she's the best player for me, my opinion. But we're not seeing that at the moment because she's not fit to be playing. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not uh, ignoring Meg. She's saying this is the serious point is that she was just alluding to the fact that people still behave horribly 20 years on. But if you go to the... Well, if you go and watch the US Open, you know if you watch Game to Love, I'm the most annoyed person when you see any tournaments in America because I think that the fans are rude all the time. Did that stop Medvedev going on to win the US Open? No, it didn't. He served through boos and whatever was going on, screams, everyone yelling at him. So it's just, it's the same. If you're in America, it seems to be a bit like Sometimes Australia as well. I don't think it's just America. I think that's a bit of a cheap comment you make. I think you get it everywhere, Ben. You probably get it at Wimbledon. I'm sure you've had people say you suck at Wimbledon to players. Just because it's not on the main courts. No, never. Oh, it definitely happens. It definitely happens. I think that's why what Meg's saying. I, I understand. Listen, Meg, that. I have a lot of respect for you because <laughs> you're really like, you come across extremely well. And uh, I'd love to meet you one day because you are a genuine, really nice human being, probably a lot nicer than me and Ben combined. But saying all of that, are people really behaving horribly saying you suck? I, don't, I think, come on, come on. It's not that, it's really not that deep. It's not that serious of an offense. No, it's not that bad. I don't think. I think it's Come just. On. It's just how the you deal. Problem is nowadays with... everyone wants to get so offended so easily, and I think just with something like that, you can't get that offended. Well, if you bow, and I'm not, I'm not directing that at Naomi Osaka because she's got a right to be offended because she's not feeling great in herself. She's suffering with mental health. It's a big but difference. You... I'm well, talking about people who don't and they're getting offended. What's the? Whether you're going to have the the microaggressions or something coming from the crowd next? No clapping, only clicking fingers. What's that? We do that to celebrate people winning. This is off topic, but the way the world's got been going recently, with all this political correctness, has gone a bit far. I think everyone would agree. You look at comedy nowadays. Me and you were talking about it the other day. Comedy is not. You can't say yeah. so many things. Yeah. Um. Anymore, it's not so funny anymore because people can't say certain stuff. And if we're going to be too much offended with everything what happens in the world, then what is the point? Honestly, some people need to just let go a little bit and live life. 
Yeah, I know. But then the longer everyone gets locked at home, the more that they become keyboard warriors and start firing off like, I'm angry about this. I'm, let's get that person cancelled. All this type of stuff. That's just the way the world is at the minute. Let's hope it changes. Yeah. Right. Let's move, yeah, let's move on to the next subject. So we, while we've got all of you here, um, it is the weekend, which means BTO has ended. So the second week of BTO um, went quite well. Uh, let's talk about it right now. Before we do, give us a like on the video, subscribe if you're new, and it's BTO time. BTO! That's right. Oh, beat the odds. Right. Let's take a look through. I didn't have a very good week again. Uh, I don't know if you can see this. I'll try and zoom Before in. Before you go through it, do you want to just explain people the rules in, in your yes. own words quickly? So we've had okay. week one. I managed to win week one for those who missed that one. I'm sure there's a lot of people who don't know what we're talking about. Ben's going to take you through the rules very briefly right now. Yes, indeed. So this is how it works. We're there, well, there's two picks for every single day of the week. As you can see, I'll go down some of JG's and they have to be over 1.5 on the odds. And we use Bet365 just so as a common denominator. And as you go down each day, you pick two. And if you win, uh, then you manage to claim a prize pot from everybody who's entering. So in Last week, it's still myself, JG, and Boban from the uh, live chat. Yeah. He's He's been really good on there. Uh, as you can see, I didn't do too well last week, but JG's been cleaning up. If there is a tie, then it will be down to who has the highest odds, or average odds. And as you can see here, there's an average up there. JG with a good one and uh, managed to beat Boban's average 1.68 there. So Yeah, I didn't quite... need the average because I had the most score anyway. If anyone wants to enter this, Drop us a message on Discord. I'm not sure if the link is in the live chat. It might be in the description, but if not, just drop us a message on Twitter, Discord, email, and we'll be able to sign you up for next for next week. It starts tomorrow. Uh, Bob Band's already con confirmed he's back in. What we do is we all put £5 in or whatever respective currency, and then the winner wins the whole pot. So if someone else joins, the winner gets 15 20 25 30 however many people we have here. Uh, but let's go through it. So day one. Started Monday. What was it? Monday the 7th of March. Yeah. And I started off with Casanova, Daddy, both on the clay courts. One was in, where was that? The, the, the Casanova one. It was in Italy, wasn't it? No. The other one, what's going on? The one where Virilas in the uh, Delhi and Virilas, that one. Mont was it Monterey? Yeah, Monterey. The Monterey challenger. I went with him. Really good clay quarter. Daddy as well in Italy. I liked it. And it was a perfect start. When I saw them just over 1.5, I knew I was in for a good one because I think they were playing some weaker opposition as well. Ben went Kirkheimer. It was close. Yeah. <laughs> Dutcher the Silver, that was a shambles. Yeah, it was a wasn't a terrible. good one. I didn't know. I was, I was running out. He got out. demolished. Yeah, he got beaten by Torres. I was a terrible selection. Twice. And then they played in the next round because Dutcher the Silver got a lucky loser into the event. And then he lost again. Yeah, in straight sets again. So just to confirm uh, that I picked the wrong one. Uh, we've got, obviously, Boban there. He had a great start. He had a Chloe Paquette and then uh, Serda Rusic, which is actually the dodgy one as well. As we know, Serda Rusic with, uh, it was on Twitter that he was actually cheating in the match. <laughs> Boban yeah. managed Against to... Gaio. It, a yeah. bit lucky there, Boban, if he's listening, because yeah. Serda Rusic was cheating. There's yeah, a bit of did. cheating going on. He highlighted the, the wrong, the wrong uh, ball yeah. mark, didn't he, on the clay. And then the umpire came over and went, yep, out. 
Dodgy, dodgy. So me and Boran started perfectly with beat the odds yeah. this week. And then you, well, it wasn't oh. great. One out of one out of two. And then the same the next day, you had yeah. Kakin lose. Yeah, that I mean it was a it was worth a that was a punt, good not a bad pick. He Delian, did all right. Man. But against Delian, it was always going to be tough. Delian, I believe, went made it all the way to the final. Yeah, he did. He's the underdog in that final as well today. Yep, true. Uh, you had Jesper de Jong we had on the pod that was one of your best picks of the week that one for sure yeah. he was the underdog but he absolutely smashed it and Jamino Valero another good underdog pick there that you got yep. right and that was somebody... the next day I was doing I was doing alright to be fair here I, I, I'm doing great with these picks I've been watching a lot more challengers so what we do is we put these picks in just before 10am uh, on the day UK time and Jimeno Valero was always going to be pushing him far I think he ultimately did go out to Taberna, uh, who ended yeah, up the, winning the whole event. Yeah, so, I mean, easily as well. Didn't drop a set. But I like, he's someone to watch as well. Then went Bernard Tomic, it's terrible. And then sort of from there on, I don't know if you want to explain your last picks, because yeah, I, mean, I think you just tried to get some I was, odds here. I was, I, was, I was out of the running, really, by the time it came. And I thought, I'm, I'm behind. So I went with Borna Chorich to try and beat Fokina. He did take a set, and I was like, oh, is he going to do it? But then, yeah, didn't have enough in the tank. Uh, this guy, well, probably the worst pick of the week out of everybody, Arujo. My other pick dropped out, and I went, well, I'll take a punt against Lauren Lacoli. Terrible. I've never seen it. I watched it. It was one of the worst performances I've ever seen on a tennis court. So he lost in very quick straight sets. Yeah. And then I had Shang, as we know. I was trying to cover that one, but he lost to Munar. And, uh, well. Yeah, but you, you had to go big at the end because you, you had this only chance out. you had. I think you was even lost. I was, out, I was out on the already. last day. Yeah, exactly. But if you look at Boban's picks, this is the one what settled the whole beat the odds, which made which mean I, wet, I won the whole week. And it was Brody. Yeah. So Brody lost, and I felt a bit sorry for him because Brody went all the way to three with Miamir Kesmanovic. It was four all, yep. and then he got broken. I think right at the end, and that that sort of um, claimed it for me. I got the victory after that. Good picking Rune, who ha- who he had winning before, and he would if he won both of them, yeah. he would have beaten me because he yeah. would have the odds on me. So it was really close. Shout out to Bob, and he really pushed me to the wire. And it was a really fun week of beat the odds because we got to watch a lot more challenger tennis and some sort of I don't know if we want to do this. Maybe we do a, a player of beat the odds. We do that every week as well. Yeah. Uh, just thinking of all of these pick players of the who's week. impressed you. The pick of the week. Yeah. Not even just pick of the week. Just which player out of all of these has been the most impressive this week? I think maybe Dion, considering we used yeah. him a few times. I think he's someone I'd put up there. I think unless you have anyone else. I I was gonna say well I I would say player of the week would probably be. Taberna, but we didn't. None of us had nice. him because his odds were so low. Yeah. Um, but I'd say, yeah, for your pick, when you managed to pick a Dion, I thought that was the best pick of the week. I honest. think that Dion one looked good. It was a good yeah. time, and then he he demolished him really quickly. And I know you followed up, swallowed suit, and went with a Dion, and he played well and won that as well. <laughs> yeah, then even then he lost. Then I tried three in a row. Yeah, no, sorry, <laughs> but yeah, really good, uh, really good picking. You've been smashing it the last couple of weeks, so hopefully I can try and improve next week but, but yeah make sure to try and enter on that one uh, jg one of your ones you got right this week is just coming up on court now is petra martic she's playing emma radu Kanu. join us for that match after this one uh, i'll try and pop a link in the live chat so you can just yep. come straight over onto uh onto that live stream it's yeah we're covering radu Kanu right now so join us for that and if you want to join beat the odds for tomorrow 
drop us a message, any platform, and we'll respond to you and get you all signed up. Uh, you've got until about 9 a.m. tomorrow to make sure you get your entries in. Uh, but no worries if you don't. We're going to still be doing it. Bob Band's already signed up, and we look forward to it. But we'll see you on Raducanu. Thanks for watching, guys. Hopefully, uh, Saki gets better soon. It's horrible to see. Um, and we'll see you guys very soon. See ya. Like and subscribe. Sports Social Podcast Network.